All right, Wendy, the recording is in process. It sure is. You're cutting up on me. Can you hear me now? Yeah, you got your volume up? Yeah, I've got it all the way. Well, let me check because there's no telling with me. All right, is that better? Uh-oh. Yeah. Is that Okay, that's better. All right, today, Wendy, October 13th, it is Friday the 13th. It's spooky season. It's Halloween time. I, I try every year after Halloween. I say I'm going to get into Halloween the next year. Halloween comes up, Wendy. <clears throat> it doesn't do anything for me. Halloween has never done anything for me. When I stopped being able to get candy, I was done. Like, it's just, it's all about the candy for me. I wanted the candy. I wanted the houses that had the good candy. But now I'm just like, well, it seems like a lot of work. Plus, the main color is orange. And you know I will not put anything up orange in my house. I don't even decorate for fall. I won't even, I mean, I, I don't have a pumpkin out. I don't have anything out. I won't put orange in this house. Yeah, I mean, obviously the pumpkins go with the fall colors and the fall vibe, but the Halloween, the dressing up part, I understand it for the kids, adults, yes. I don't quite understand it. I don't know. It, it just seems like every year I get ready, every year after Halloween, I say next year I'm into it. Halloween comes around, I'm just not into it. I'm kind of ready for it to get here. But Wendy, college football is rocking and rolling, and we're going to do what we normally do, which is bang it out. We're going to talk about last week's games, this week's games. You know, I could, we came on here, we were talking before we did this. For some reason, uh-oh, for some reason, not feeling the vibe this morning. I don't know if I don't have any energy. I don't know if I slept very good last night. So well, I'm going to have to pump through this. Well, why did you even call them? Why wouldn't you have just waited until this afternoon after you ate or something and got energy? Well, number one, Wendy, is we run out of time. Oh, I'm not running out of time today. You might be running out of time today. Right. Well, we typically will do this on a Tuesday, a Wednesday, a Thursday, something like that. But now that it's Friday and we got to get this thing going, Wendy, I have to work. Like, I'm selling insurance. I'm working. I've got a lot of stuff going on. But I do love doing this. I really do I like getting, and, and, and getting this and start talking about this. Wendy, let's get into it last week. And I'm going to start from the bottom to the top, Wendy. We're going bottom to the top. Bottom top. Got it. Just a real quick thing on this Miami-Georgia Tech game. Um, you know, uh, Georgia Tech ends up winning the game. Miami, all they have to do is take a knee at the end of the game. Wendy, it's obviously been all over talk radio everywhere in the world. And, Wendy, you know, football 101, when you can go down on a knee and win the game, go down on a knee and win the game. Yes. I, I know I make dumb decisions in my yes. life. I got Me that. But I'm not coaching a football team for $8 million, and one of the easiest decisions to make is to go on a knee when you've got the game won. Miami does not do that last weekend, and Georgia Tech comes back and beats them in just an embarrassing game for Miami. Well, not only that, you have to feel bad for the Miami players. I feel bad for the Miami players. Like, they, they showed multiple shots of these poor guys. Like, what is this guy doing? I mean, it, at the end of the day, Georgia Tech had kept it into a close game. You know what I mean? Yeah, it was a like good game, was, yeah. It was a great game. So you just decide in that moment that this is the route you're going to take and you lose this ball game. But not only that, you look like a complete and total moron. I mean, he looks like a complete idiot at yeah. this point, in my opinion. Like it's a yeah. laughing stock. They're the laughing stock of college football. And they were having a pretty good season. 
Well, they were undefeated. I mean, they were undefeated, and literally, if some things broke their way, they could have made a run at it. Wendy, and I don't know. It felt like he's just over. Like, like to me, that's over coaching. It, it's something not clicking right because supposedly he had done it once again when he was at Oregon and lost the game that way too. It's over coaching. It's out thinking the room. I just had to bring that up, Wendy. Uh, let's move on. Arkansas, Ole Miss. Our favorite guy, Lane Kiffin, wins beats Arkansas last week, and Ole Miss is still rolling and and. And Lane Kippen's hair still flowing. It's still flowing. And listen, what a great game it was, Trey. I mean, I, you know, I was really kind of concerned with that week before, you know, being the Alabama game. They might be a little bit worn out. But Ole Miss showed up, and they won the they won the ball game. I mean, yeah, Ole Miss well, is looking good. Yeah, well, Ole Miss played LSU last week and then played Alabama the week before oh, that's that. right. So, so they've sorry. had two that's back-to-back right. really, really tough games, and they still come out and beat Arkansas. So, yep. You know, who knows? The Arkansas win with Alabama could end up being a bigger win than we thought it was at the time. Yeah. Um, Wendy, we go to Georgia-Kentucky. Last week on here, Wendy, you have Kentucky running all over the Georgia Bulldogs, Wendy. I talked to Barry last week, and Barry, he was a little bit suspect on the game as well, Wendy. But if you're a Georgia fan and, and you watch this stuff, I don't even watch it that close because I'm not a huge Georgia guy, but this happens almost every year. Kentucky comes in the game five and six and oh, five and one, six and one, and ooh, this could be the game. And Kentucky curb stomps them. So Kentucky has, I mean, uh, Georgia, you know, curb stomps Kentucky. And, and Georgia just has Kentucky's number. It's just whatever oh, yeah. it is that they, they get on the field. And, and, and I don't know what it is, but Georgia blasts them off the field. Winnie, I did listen to Georgia's radio uh, network going from uh, Rainsville up to Knoxville on Saturday afternoon, driving right. in the car, so I was listening to Georgia. I mean, I don't know. Their announcers are a little bit like, I mean, it's like, dude, you're up 34 to 7 at half, and they were talking about Kentucky fans crying or something like right. that. I, I don't know. I don't know. I don't listen to them much, but, I, that's, you know, I mean, dude, you're, you're beating them pretty bad. I, right. It's, they're definitely fans. Let's just put it to you that way. So Georgia, Georgia does what they have to do. Wendy, we're gonna move on to Texas and Oklahoma, which was the game of the day. Besides Best the game of the day, talk about you know Texas Oklahoma is a big rivalry. They're coming into the SEC next year, but Texas looked like the better team, but they could oh, they not did. put Oklahoma away. Another coaching decision happened in the game, and Oklahoma wins the game. Wendy, what did you think? Best game of the day. Listen, I told everybody last week I'm the biggest Oklahoma fan. I'm still a big Oklahoma fan. I'm really glad they were able to take Texas out. But let me tell you something. Oklahoma might be the real deal. You know, last year they just didn't have a great season. First-year coach coming out of Clemson. You know, defense mastermind guy. I can't remember his name. Um, I really didn't have, like, super high expectations of Oklahoma this year being the second year. But, Trey, Oklahoma looks really good. Like, that was a really good ball game. They kept their composure. The coaching stayed on point. It didn't seem like Oklahoma nor the coaches got nervous. The guys yeah. stayed in the game. Like, that's the thing. It, it's it, 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 And I'm sure it being in Oklahoma probably helped. You know what I mean? Well, um, because, no, 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 no. In- they weren't in Oklahoma. They do a they do a um they do a they do a Trey, what's it called? It's a neutral site game. Neutral site. That's right. They did a neutral yeah, Dennis, site. I think I'm it's so been sorry. at the same place for fifty years. I think it's at the cotton bowl. If I I'm pretty sure that's right, but it's at the state fair, I do know that. Yeah, you're right. And it's half and half. You're exactly right. I'm sorry. But I mean, just the best game of the day. 
But I'll give it to Texas. They stayed in the game. It was a great game. They got out coached. And I'm really, really, really glad that Oklahoma was able to pull that win off. It was just a great game. I'm just proud of Oklahoma comparative to last year, how good they look this year. It's just, there's a lot to be said for that. Yeah. And a lot of people didn't know, I think it's Brent Venables, but a lot of people didn't know if he could really do this, if this job maybe was a little bit too big for him. But Winnie, the big takeaway that I had for the game is, is, is the Dylan Gabriel guy from Oklahoma. I don't watch Oklahoma a lot, but Dylan Gabriel, I mean, every time they needed a play, he would run for eight, yep. 10, 15, 20 yards. I'm pretty sure I might be speaking out of turn here, but I'm pretty sure he was at uh, Central Florida for a while. And if I'm not mistaken, he got a, he had a bad, he got a bad leg injury. Right, I think I'm so too. Pretty, I, I think that's him, but he ends up going to Oklahoma. Wendy, and I'll tell you this: if, if Gabriel plays the way he played last weekend, and they continue to run and they make a run at this thing, you can be looking at that guy winning the Heisman. But um, I mean, it was it was good on good. Oklahoma comes out with a win. Wendy and Texas goes down, which is what we wanted. What we wanted. Um, you know, but Texas still kind of has everything right in front of them anyway. It's hard to right. go undefeated. Wendy, we're getting to the big game, Alabama A&M. Wendy, in one of the craziest freaking football games I've seen in a long time. Alabama goes out to A&M. Alabama comes out with the win, Wendy. But if you want to, if, if you wanted to stand up, sit down, think we're going to win, think we're going to lose, didn't understand some things, this was the game for you. But Nick Saban goes out there and beats A&M, Wendy, and, and, and A&M is ready to explode. Right. A&M is ready to beat Alabama, beat on their way to win in the West this year, and this place is going to come unhinged. And Saban and the Alabama Crimson Tide comes in and says, hold up. And, and here's the thing. We looked bad. I mean, we had 199,000 penalties for 199,000 yards. Our running game couldn't do anything. But here's, here's let me say this to all the pundits out there, that everybody called Texas A&M. Don't you dare look past Bama. Stop looking past Bama. Y'all said the guy couldn't throw. He couldn't throw those 10 to 15 to 20-yard intermedial passes that we need, that he can just throw the long ball. Okay, well, we'll throw the long ball on you all day. I'll throw the long ball on you all day then, if that's what we've got to do. But here's what Milrow did. Milrow said, hold my beer. That's what Milrow said. He said, hold my beer. And he went out there and he did every single thing that probably we didn't know he could do, but Saban did. Right. And really him and Burton, we finally have a receiver. Like, I feel like we finally have a receiver that he wants to throw to that's going to catch the ball. That's going to make these big plays. Also, Isaiah Bond. I mean, we just looked like a different team in the second half. But I, I would like to have a game where we look really good in the first half and, and also the second half. Like, you know, we look good at both times. You see what I'm saying? That would be preferable but let me tell you something that happened on Saturday the whole entire state of Texas went down I'm talking everybody in Texas was crying on Saturday everybody best day of the day best day of the week was Saturday I loved it loved everything about it yeah it is so cool uh, you know how you feel after your team wins or loses I mean it's such a different feeling and, and obviously we're, we were happy Alabama won Wendy and I agree with you but but I mean the, the thing about Milro Wendy is because the guy hadn't done it he hadn't thrown a lot of intermediate passes he hadn't proven right. he can beat any any team with the throwing ball and I think that's what was so surprising and right. even took away that run and by golly they took away the run I will say something about Alabama's offense I don't understand the run up the middle Every single time. Now, I mean, I understand there's a method to the madness and you're beating them up and you're hoping one hits in the fourth quarter. But if Alabama ran the ball up the middle, 
they did it so much. It's like tr- one one running play at the end of the game. They tried a little sweep, a little stretch play to get right. them running a little bit. I just don't understand why we don't sprinkle a few more of those stretch plays in there. Agreed. Just to, a get the defense running a little bit, but B, I mean, my gosh, it was just right up the middle. But listen, Milrow came up, and this is yeah, why guy's a big time football player. He got hit several times. Yes. You know, a crazy, wild, emotional game, and he kept coming back and playing. And, and, and Alabama's defense finally stepped up relative to the pass rush. Yes. When the, now, the third downs at A&M were picking up. I mean, it was like third and seven, on, and, and A&M had the ball, and A&M would just drag somebody across the middle first down. Third and 12, they dragged right. across the middle first. And that was a little bit frustrating. But as far as the team looked, they looked, they looked really good. The penalties are just crazy. I mean, sometimes I think that the officials are seeing stuff, but then other times you're like, yeah, he moved. Yeah, right. he moved. So um, all in all, it, it was a great game. I think the biggest thing for me was at the end of the game when we had picked up that first down and and Milrow throws the ball out, you know, throws the ball out, throws that incomplete pass. And, I mean, we're, we, we go back to that Miami-Georgia Tech game, and Crystal Ball is like, well, just kneel the ball. Right. Well, every, everything was moving so fast, and I just I couldn't get that out of my head. But then after the game, it kind of came out, and it makes more sense why Milrow threw that ball. Number one, he probably should have never thrown that ball. But number two, I think they were trying to snap and get a play off so they couldn't review that wild third down play right. that ended up picking right. up the first down. So I kind of kind of give him some give him some credit on that. You know, probably needed to do something different than throw the right. ball. But I kind of understand he was trying to get the ball out. Listen, roll tie, Wendy, Bama's back. Bama's back. I mean, but Bama let me tell you something, Trey. Biggest play of that game was that um, safety. If we don't no get that safety, that game looks a little bit different. And that's why I keep going back to Bama's defense is elite this year. You can say whatever you want about our offense, pundits, ESPN guys, all these guys that just trashed us all week that, that, that Texas A&M, Texas A&M. Let me tell y'all something, pundits. They ain't got no coaches at Texas A&M. You're paying somebody $100 trillion, and the guy can't win ball games. Go look at his record. Go look at his record. Go look at his record. I'm tired of hearing it. This Jimbo Fisher guy, he's not it. And y'all got to pay a lot of money to get him out of there, man. A lot of money. Coaching is what won that ball game, Trey. We're, Saban's just a better coach. It's that yeah. simple, in my opinion. Yeah. It's that simple. It's that simple. All right, Wendy, let's bounce through here. We got to get this going. All right, this week's games, Wendy, this week's games. And yep. we're going, the first couple, we're just going to kind of run through a, really a big slate of football games if you like college yeah. football. It's supposed to be getting a little bit cooler. Wendy, we're going to go out west, kind of an out of SEC deal. But uh, Bo Nix in the Oregon Ducks, quack, quack. Yep. Like Washington, and basically yep. a top 10 matchup. Does Bo Nix beat Washington or not, Wendy? Absolutely. Absolutely. Bo Nix is like 45 years old at this point. He's in his prime. He's doing great. He's doing great. Florida, South Carolina, Wendy. And in, in, in a game, you know, I heard some guys talking about this morning, Florida and South Carolina play in, in a game that Neither one of these teams can really afford to lose. I mean, I it's like if, if you lose this game, your season is really slipping away. Who's going to win the game, Wendy? I'm going to go with South Carolina. I just, of course I, I you think, are. I mean, Florida's, and you know, I really like that guy over there, whatever his name is, Shane Beamer. I think one day he's going to put it together. But I, I, Trey, let me say that Florida's just, it, it, they're off and on, man. They, they, they beat Tennessee. They lose to Kentucky. I feel like South Carolina's got a better coach, and I feel like South Carolina's got better players. I see South Carolina coming away with this. Wendy, South, and South Carolina got hot at the end of last season. Maybe Shane 
got something where his team peaks a little bit later in the year. So, a really good game, Wendy. Let's go with the Auburn. Oh, yeah. Football. Tigers yep. play the LSU Bengal Tigers. A little Saturday night in Baton Rouge. We all know LSU can score points. Oh, Fact. yeah, this quarterback's legit. Their quarter, the LSU quarterback's legit. Like, he's an athlete. I really like LSU's quarterback. I just really like him. I can't remember his name, but I really like him. Yeah. Well, the question is, is everybody is scoring on LSU? Yeah. I'd say LSU's got a problem with the defense. Yep. Can the Auburn football Tigers score enough points to beat the LSU Bengal Tigers? You know, Trey, I'm going to pull for Auburn in this game. I'd like Auburn to beat LSU. It helps me in the end if if Auburn can beat LSU. So I'm an Auburn fan this weekend. Do I believe Auburn can do it? Yes, I can. I think they've got a good coach. That's why we don't call them the Auburn Swim and Dive team anymore. We actually call them the Auburn <laughs> football team because they finally have one. Let me tell you something. I don't care if they don't have the players yet. I don't care what they're doing. The guy's a good coach. I think he can outcoach Brian Kelly. Where is that game at? Is it at LSU or at yeah, Auburn? Yeah, it's at LSU. That hurts a little bit. Night game, midday game, do we know? Night game, 6 okay. o'clock well, Central. That, it's going to be tough, but I believe I believe that Auburn can do it, and I believe that Auburn's defense is underrated. I think Auburn has a really, really, really good defense. And in my opinion, if they can keep up with the scoring, I believe they can pull this game out, and we need them to pull this game out. We Alabama needs it. As an Alabama fan, you do need him to pull it out. But, Wendy, I will pull a phrase from somebody on TV and say, hold up there, Tiger. Hold Great. up there, Tiger. And I meant hold up there, Auburn Tigers. <laughs> Auburn is in a position to get blasted by the LSU Bengal Tigers, Wendy. I can feel it in my bones. I'm not banging on Auburn. I'm not yeah, trying to, you know, be – no, I like Auburn. That's fine. Oh. I'm just trying to tell you what my gut's telling me. My gut is right 50% of the time. Um, so, that's what I'm going with. I don't see how Auburn really is going to score, and I'm not sure against really a lot of teams, much less LSU. I know LSU, we just talked about, has a problem with, with people scoring on them. I still don't think LSU is going to – I mean, Auburn's going to score on LSU, and I think LSU is going to score some points. LSU will blast the Bengal Tigers. It's setting up for a blast job, Wendy. Uh-huh. LSU will beat the Auburn football Tigers this weekend, and it will we'll – it will uh, open some people's eyes. I, I don't know. Just for some reason, I just don't like the position that that, that uh, Auburn's in. I mean, Auburn really can't score any points. LSU's kind of fighting off some things. They still have a bunch of really good players who are playing in LSU. It's going to get sparked up. Looking forward to that game. Um, okay. Well, we'll see. see. Tennessee, Tennessee A&M. Big game. Tennessee, Texas A&M, Winnie. They're going to be singing Rocky Top up there before the game. Yep. We know this. I mean, we yes. know this. We know this. Right, they're partying they're right now. Right now, they're partying. Um, what's going to happen in the game, Wendy? So, listen, I I, I have never been more for a home-field advantage than I am with Tennessee. I, I don't know if anybody can beat these people at home. I'm going to be honest with you. I don't know if anybody can beat them at home at this point. Um Trey, I think they'll be worn out from this Alabama game. I honest to goodness, I see I see Tennessee pulling this game out. And I typically I, I typically don't. Like I, for some reason in my mind, I just always think Tennessee's gonna screw it up. For some reason, I think Tennessee's the better team this year. 
I, I really do. I do think it'll be a good game. And I think if they don't watch it, Texas A&M can get up on them. But I believe that because a lot, because of this home field advantage, I think Tennessee's going to figure out a way to, 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 to pull it off. Trey, it'll be so loud. I expect Texas A&M to have 10 to 12 penalties because they can't get the snap off because of the noise. That's what I expect. And because yeah, Tennessee well, needs the game. They need to well, win this game. Listen, they both need to win the game. I mean, it's kind of like that Florida South Carolina game. They both need to win the game, Winnie. But I, let me tell you something about AM. I think I think everybody knows who Tennessee is. I think they had a right. bad game against Florida, but I think Tennessee is kind of shown who they are most of these games that they've played. I mean, it's not like some mystery of who Tennessee is. They played a bad game in Florida, but whatever. I think AM is a little bit more of a mystery relative to they seem to have talent. They seem to play good sometimes. They don't seem to play good other times. I think this is a huge, huge, huge football game for A&M once again because A&M, these are the type games that what you've built in the past, like what type of camaraderie do you have? What type of team do you have? What type of connection do you have? You know, what kind of foundation do you have is what a and is going to be playing on this week. And if they go in there and lay an egg, it's literally, it's literally Katie bar the door. Jimbo yeah. Fisher might not make it back to A&M because that's what this game is. You're kind of down and out. Right. You've lost two, and I'm talking about A&M. You've lost two games. If you do, if, if he has not built a good base and a good culture over there, it's probably going to show Saturday night and it could get ugly. That's going to be what I'm going to be looking for. Now, if they come out fired up and ready to play and ready to get on it, Best versus best. I, I like A&M maybe to sneak out a win there because I think A&M right. at the top might be a little bit better. Um, Talent-wise. Yeah, once again, I'll be honest with you, I'll be pulling for Tennessee. I'll be pulling for Tennessee right. to be, be blasting A&M off, off the planet. So, But, but Trey, you've got to look at it this way, too. I, I think that, that I think dude can out-coach him. They're going to play a hurry-up offense. I think dude can out-coach him. I think he's a better coach than Jimbo Fisher. I think he can out-coach him, especially out. Especially with the noise, especially with the fans, I, I think we're going to be. I think we're going to be pretty surprised at how bad Texas A and M plays. I, I okay. believe. All right, A and M Arkansas. Wendy, we got to get out of here. A and M Arkansas. No, <laughs> I was about to say they just they're playing I'm Tennessee. That ain't gonna happen. I, I, I didn't sleep good. Like I, typically, I can remember what's going on in this, and this all feels like a blur to me today for some reason. But Alabama Crimson Tide. Plays the Arkansas Razorbacks. Yep. Biscuit game. Get the biscuit biscuits game. ready. Get the pancakes ready. Uh, and for o'clock. me, I get to go to a flag football game at 11 o'clock. I might, <laughs> I don't know, I might <clears throat> might be sick. Yep. So, but anyway, 11 o'clock kickoff, Winnie at Bryant Denny Stadium. Alabama's coming in on a high. Arkansas's just been beat down all year long. Yeah. I'm not sure Alabama's as good as people are saying they are. I'm not sure Arkansas's as bad as people say they are. Right. You know, the way the record shows. I mean, Alabama's like a 19-point favorite. That's kind of scary. Wendy, I can see this game going several ways. Like, hey, Alabama comes out, dominates, defense really holds them down. We win the game, you know, 28-3 to or 28-10, right. to and it's never really a contest. But I could also see this game getting like every other game that we talked about earlier this year, that it's, you know, 28 to 17, 28, right. 21, something like that. Wendy, what do you think is going to happen? We need to get up. We get, we got to roll. I've literally fallen for the same thing you're saying. I think you're probably right. We're going to be in these close scoring games. But listen, you always have to be careful with the Jefferson kid. I mean, literally, he's been there forever. He can KJ really, Jefferson. Yeah, he can really do things with his arms and with his feet. We've got to pay attention to him. But, Trey, I see us beating Arkansas. I see it being a little bit closer of a game, 
28-17, somewhere in there. I am finally on board with your synopsis of the year that these games are going to be closer than what we want them to be. But I mean, I, I believe that we we're I believe we're more talented on defense than Arkansas is. I believe our defense can can do what it needs to do to the offense. So I, exactly. I, I, I honestly am not worried about this game. Yeah, well, Alabama has – listen, I'm going to say this. If Alabama does not turn the ball over, we will not get beat. Uh, that's really how right. – If Alabama right. does not turn the ball over, we won't get beat. We need the turnovers or equalizers, and I think that's going to be the equalizer for Alabama the rest of the year. If Arkansas can get a couple of turnovers off Alabama, this is going to be anybody's game. If Alabama can control the ball and control the field position, I really yep. don't see a way Arkansas can do it, but Wendy – I love you. Roll Tide. Let's see. I love happens. you. What else you got to say? What else you got to say? That's it, babe. I mean, that's it. Great weekend of college football. There's some games we didn't go over. But listen, y'all turn your TVs on and let's get ready. Turn your TVs on. Hey, listen, I love you. Everybody's out there listening. Good luck. We'll talk to y'all this weekend. Love you. Love you. Roll Tide. All right. Roll Tide. Bye. Bye.